I like playing stealth games, and this is a stealth mm-hmm. game where you go stabby stabby on people. Nice. Technically, you can play it four different ways. Where either like you're like an upfront and close attack motherfucker, you're a stealthy motherfucker, you play the defensive game where you rig traps and stuff like that, or you do something else. I don't remember what the fourth option is. So, but I like stealth and I like going in and stabbing shit. Nice. Did I have the game yeah. for you? Oh, yeah. Baldur's Gate. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just waiting for the price to come down more than anything. Yeah. It's I'm going to try it. Okay. <sighs> yeah. Well, the thing about that, right, mm-hmm. is that like anytime that a new game comes out, I always give it at least three months because like it seems like anytime a new game comes out, there's always glitches and shit like that. This one, I haven't seen any glitches. I don't know. It wasn't released on Xbox. for. Oh, the, the issue that they're having with Xbox is they're not releasing it because they can't get the co-op screen to work with um, Xbox Series X. Sorry, Xbox Series S. They can only get it to work with the Xbox Series X. Huh. So they, um, they have to fix that because they have they can't release it with it only being allowed on one according to xbox stuff yeah weird yep, so they're trying to get that working yeah but that's just an example of a glitch if i buy a game i just want it to work yeah <sighs> but don't buy starfield then <laughs> that's what i hear yeah. <laughs> i hear starfield's but... having a bunch of fucking issues well it's bethesda so yeah and they do r&d in the field yeah and welcome to Ethica America, a podcast where we talk about video games and how they're all full of glitches. Man. I'm your host, Ryan. And this is my co-host. Oh, he's Aaron. I thought, wait, I thought I was doing this podcast with a different friend. Oh, we might be. I yeah. don't know. How many friends do you know. have? Like two. <laughs> so <laughs> get you both confused. And you're both named Aaron. Oh, man. That'd be, that yeah. would be kind of confusing. Yeah, well, what's more confusing is that, yeah. I, there's a guy at work named Aaron, and every time I get a call, they're like, oh, I talked to you, and it was the other Aaron. I'm like, nope, another no. guy. Yeah, so, yeah. just because we have the same name doesn't mean we're the same per- person. Think, people, think. Exactly. Yeah. Fucking rude-ass Americans. They are rude. What do you want to talk about today? Well, I mean... Well, first, let me tell you this. So I bought a bunch of gold stars for my coworkers. Um, yeah. That way, when they say something stupid or outlandish, I yeah. can give them a gold star and say, gold star for you, sport, and just yeah. walk away and hand them a gold star. It's a sticker, so they can put it on their hard hat. Uh, you you should get them, you should get a bag of dum-dums, and then you can give them a dum-dum lollipop yeah. or to whatever they are. And then yeah. when they do something dumb, you just go... Here, have a dumb dummy, dumb dumb. I think it's a great idea. Yeah, I kind of like it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a slight passive aggressive way. Yeah. Well, yeah, I could see that. I I think I'm kind of rude at work sometimes. Everybody tells me I'm really nice, but then I tell them things like, What were you born on the frostingless part of the frosted Pop Tart? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. That's a bad example. Maybe, maybe Usually they just, just don't understand. Usually I just call them a frostingless Pop-Tart or something similar. Yeah, it sounds like they just don't get your sarcasm and they just think you're really nice. Well, the other day I yelled at somebody and I'm like, then afterwards I came up to him like, I want you to know I wasn't mad at you. I was just mad because like we have this heavy engine and like we were doing something that like was kind of hazardous, like as far as like heavy object falling on somebody. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's like, yeah, I could have probably done it myself. I planned to do it myself. Y'all wanted to get involved. And then y'all decided that the guy in the forklift who was moving it to the scrap dumpster didn't need to be communicated with. It's like, "Mm, let's think about this for a second. Like, come (laughs) on guys. Like, you know, better, like just, it's not even, but I kind of flipped out and I'm like, okay, I don't want anybody to get hurt. So Mm -hmm. like, how are we doing this? What do you need me to do? I could improv this. Don't get me wrong. But, but then I was told, oh, that wasn't so bad. And it's like, I don't know if that was sincere, like sincerely something that you understand what I'm saying. Right. I don't know if it was that, or I'm trying to avoid confrontation. It sounds like that. Yeah, I think so. Hate to be that guy. Like, I'm not, I'm not that much of a dick, but it's just like, come on guys. Like, let's work Mm -hmm. as a team and not against each other. It's just not that complicated. Speaking anyway. of working as a team, did oh, you hear yeah. about any news stories of, of the police actions this week? You know, you, you informed me of some, but yeah. I neglected to look them up before this podcast. <laughs> so, but I got, I got, I got opinions and questions. I got three stories for you and uh, the okay. audience. All right. We'll start All with, right. uh, we'll start with a good one. That was, five houses down from me this happened like two nights ago oh it happened yeah. wednesday night so uh a juvenile was a runaway and they uh stole a car probably their parents car i'm assuming because where else where they get a car i don't know well, i don't have a lot of the details but basically it was a juvenile runaway and he met up with like an unknown man and they are they in love maybe I'm going to assume that they were in love. Okay. So good. it was, but then the story just got really creepy because oh, then we okay. have a juvenile that's in love with like a, a 28 year old guy. So let's not, let's not assume that. Let's just say that they're like, they just wanted to hang out and play some Xbox. <laughs> Couldn't they do that like online? Cause there, there aren't very many two player games on Xbox or are you talking original Xbox? Okay, so you must be talking that they wanted to meet up to play original Xbox together as a they, team. They probably Halo wanted to do some co-op Halo 2. Yeah. 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 So uh, <laughs> they parked at some, some house like five, down, five houses down. And uh, yeah. they got a report that there was a car stolen. So uh, they there was like, what, seven police cars for Wait. this? Uh, he... He parked five houses down from where he stole the car. I don't know where they stole the car from, but they they parked at the house that was five do- houses down from us. Oh, I see now. It's yeah. not five houses down from the original location because I yeah. was just thinking, why wouldn't you just walk? 
The report is basically like a juvenile has a stolen car, but it was also just, yeah, it was just like a runaway juvenile with suspected stolen car with a suspected person and everything on the article is basically just like, we're not exactly sure what happened, but a police officer opened fire on the driver and they were just parked in a driveway and did the guy he didn't die he He was just taken to he was shot in the shoulder he was taken to uh the hospital and treated that's good did he pull a gun on him or anything like that did he threaten the police officer's life in any way shape or form no he was they were just in the driveway So, so let me see if i got the story straight so far okay I understand that they're not five houses away from the original location (laughs) now because that would be really stupid. But um, so you have this guy. He steals a car, which considering he's juvenile and likely doesn't boost cars for a living, he probably had the keys for it, meaning parents' car, more than likely. Parents get pissed. They call the cops. And the cops pull up to the stolen vehicle and they open fire on a guy who's not intending any harm. Not, right. I mean, I'm sure that he wasn't exactly like the most, what's the word I'm looking for? Compliant person. Yeah, basically, but, all we have is the officers arrived at the location and attempted to make contact with the occupants inside the vehicle. So they were just sitting there. They didn't. And then an officer discharged their firearm, striking the male driver. Jesus. And the male driver, that was the kid, right? The, uh, the, the male driver was the 28-year-old, uh, just guy. Oh. So the juvenile is probably in the passenger seat. But yeah, well, I, that, that makes it a little bit better, right? <laughs> I, it just seems like a little aggressive. Oh, <laughs> Well, let's, let's play a game real quick, Aaron. So... You're driving down the car and you get you're, you're driving down the highway in your car, right? Yeah. You get you get pulled over. Okay. okay? Lights go wee woo wee woo and you're like, ah shit, and you pull over, right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden you see a cop show up, you argue with him a little bit, right? And he draws mm-hmm. a gun on you. Like, what's the first thing you do? I go, Oh man, that escalated quickly. <laughs> right. <laughs> I go, Oh wow, we like, were just arguing and now you're pulling yeah. out a gun. And right yeah it's like no well gun, here no. let me pull out mine i mean yeah. it's like that's that's the moment that like a cop should shoot but yeah i suppose let's take a step back uh, unless you have something else you'd like to add for a moment uh no it just seems a little aggressive like i i can't imagine i guess i can imagine a scenario where maybe the guy felt threatened but also like a police guy, a police officer has basically all the control. I mean, he has all the power. He can do whatever he wants. And so, like, right. he could probably so, handle a situation where he doesn't have to shoot someone. So let's let's take a step back and go into this hypothetical real quick, because I feel like it ties into this um, very well. Mm-hmm. So why do we even need police to begin with? Are police a good thing? Are emergency responders a good thing? Emergency responders, does that include EMT and firefighters? 
Yes, yes, it would. All right, all right. Uh, yeah, those are important, and I think to some extent, police officers are important. But I'd agree. But I also. So if the story was all the seven police cars showed up and had their guns out and then they all started shooting, that'd be a little different than one dude just shot the guy. Right. So I feel but, like some officer, I feel like some officers have just this mentality of, oh, wow, I get to finally do this. Yeah, I'd agree. But let's take a step back even further okay so, like why do we even need police what what is the role of police like i mean and i know that most people probably understand this i'm not uh, i I, I, th I think the main purpose of a police is to enforce the law to protect the people from the people within um i think i mean we would like to think that the police is there to protect people, but I think they're yeah. more for enforcing the law, which I guess also entails protecting people because if someone is doing something that is harming people, it is against the law and they have to enforce the law to make people not just start shooting people. So I guess in, re in that regard, it is them protecting us from, you know, robbers and murderers and zero killers and things like that. But also, I think police officers are more for now just enforcing their own law and ethics rather than protecting people. But well, I think it's, I think that their main purpose is to enforce a law. And just by chance, that also entails protecting people because people shouldn't be hurting people, which is against the law. Right. Does that make I'd sense? Agree. <laughs> yeah, that that makes complete sense to me. So, how much legal training does the average police guy, um, uh, police officer, sheriff, you know, Ohio, well, state highway patrol, or, or whatever? How I, much? I, how much legal training do they actually get? I don't know. I don't know how much legal training they actually get. Probably not much. They're not like lawyers. No. Yeah. Well, and I mean, how much legal training does a lawyer really get? I mean, I've seen Law and Order. Yeah, they basically just make good arguments to get people off, or to get people committed. But I don't know. Well, it probably depends I've, on the lawyer too. Yeah, I mean, if so, you're a defense lawyer, your whole job is to make sure that the person that you're defending is found innocent, and. On the other side, that's your whole job is to make sure that the person that you're trying to throw away in jail is the correct person. But also, there have been numerous cases where police just do bad work and then they just throw the person in jail and they're actually innocent. So, yeah, yeah. Um, so, how many pages do you think are in like, okay, so every state has a revised code, right? Yeah. How many pages do you think are in the average revised code? Ten. Ten pages in total? Yeah, just ten pages. Really small font, ten. though. Oh, 
It must be really, really small font because the Ohio Revised Code is an example. It's ten to 15,000 pages depending on the specific edition. Oh, geez. That's very small font. Yeah. That's like... <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. Re- That's like your magnifying glass better be on point, like, you know, the <laughs> Hubble telescope or something like that. But yeah. how much of those... How many of those pages... Do you think the average police officer maybe retains? Because I, I have no clue. I have no answer to this. this yeah, just... I imagine only a quarter of it. I doubt they even have that. What's that? I mean, I think that they're probably trained in like 15, the most obvious offenses. If somebody's in immediate harm, then, right. you know, like figure out a way to get them out of immediate harm. And yeah try to correct the behavior well that's ideal i i guess try to i would suggest non-violently trying to resolve right. the matter at least in the imminent future maybe not right. long term or anything like that right but because like i guess in my mind the officer doesn't know for sure what's going on with the situation they just have to de-escalate the situation and get everyone to calm down and maybe that just entails arresting people and things like that and it it kind of sounds like some officers are now deciding on hand if this situation needs to go into death penalty I guess I don't understand. Um, they want to be like the old West where it's like, I am the judge, jury and executioner. And they get to decide the death penalty. Yeah. Because they get to pull out their gun and shoot them. Oh, I see where you're going with that. Yeah. I thought you meant like within the judicial system. Oh right? no. I, I think the police officers have, some have decided that they, they are above that and they can, use their training to address the situation in such a way that my life is in danger. Now I can shoot people. Yeah. And I'd agree with that specifically with this instance. Yeah. I I mean, mean, I don't, I don't think there was any reason for someone to get shot, but no, I wasn't there. I was just five houses down. And there yeah. was a bunch of car, police cars surrounding a car. But well, and that's the funny thing about this, right? So this guy, who does he even like? Who is he even accountable to? Oh, I don't know. I feel like well, in general, when a when a police officer does something like this, who are they accountable to? They should be held accountable to the city. I mean, you would think that they would have some sort of like, you know, I mean, like the gov- the federal government, is, as an example, they have an executive, a legislative, and mm-hmm. a judicial branch of government. You know, oh, yeah, they're for supposed sure. to work in a cycle where yep. they all do checks and balances on themselves, mm-hmm. right? But we don't see that happen a lot, particularly within local government, right? Right. Now, local government, depending on how big the city is, they'll be lucky to have like a department of internal affairs, Mm -hmm. but 
that literally only makes this officer accountable to his boss. Right. If they don't. And, and like, I, I think about these towns that like, you know, maybe like a thousand people live there and they have like a total of eight policemen, you know what I'm saying? Or sheriffs or, or deputies or, or whatever, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And there's really not much for them to be accountable to, or not many people for them to be accountable to. And the people who they are accountable to are people who are very close to them in one way or another. Right. And they don't want to look bad. No. And like, especially like a position like a sheriff, as an example. So like most places where there is a sheriff, the sheriff is elected every, I don't even know how often, I assume every four years. And they, they will literally campaign for it. A friend of mine's a sheriff. I haven't talked to him in a couple of years because he's always busy, but he's a sheriff and most of his job is just administrative stuff yeah but (sighs) i guess my issue and i have no issue with police officers i've met plenty of chill police officers i've also met plenty of ex-marine rookie cops that have pulled Mm -hmm. me over for whatever reason and suspected that i was high on something which at any other point in my life maybe they were right but like Mm -hmm. not not now. <laughs> it's like, okay, so you think I'm high. Let's sit here and let's talk about it. And then he draws a gun. Yeah. Always draws a gun. And then he shoots me in the shoulder. <laughs> wow, that escalates but, quickly. <laughs> yeah, that's quite now. But legit, like I had a guy who was like, I want you to do a sobriety test because I found a beer can in your truck. I'm like, you mean the beer can that was in the garbage bag because my garbage was full and the trash didn't run this week, so I brought it to work. That very same can. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I feel like you're being a little bit dramatic here, but well, right, he thinks you're fine. lying. Yeah, and then he found my antidepressants because I was on antidepressants at the time. But he found those in the car, and he's like, "What's this?" And I'm like, "I don't know. It has a pill number on it. Pop one out, find out. Better yet, try some yourself. See if you like it. If you like it, I'll give you a deal. Maybe you'll <laughs> calm down a little bit. Yeah, or maybe fuck off. I don't know. But it was like, literally, this is a prescription thing. Like, and I had to." like show him a prescription box for it. And most of the time they are in a sleeve, but at the time it was just on my passenger seat. But the entire time I'm doing that, I saw his hand on his hip, like reaching for that gun. And it's like, dude, like, yeah. you really think that me, a bum fuck from, or a, a fucker from the middle of nowhere, like gonna just be reaching for a shotgun because I'm trying to pedal this one card of antidepressants. Like, you're off your fucking rocker, dude. Like, come on. I mean, granted, in that specific instance, it was weird pulled me over for a taillight which my taillight worked so i'm not exactly sure how i got pulled over but whatever it sounds like that taillight was really yeah. just your um your um gateway drug into selling meth well and he was I gonna probably... get you yeah and he got you yeah, well, <laughs> the thing is like when he told me my taillight was out i'm like I don't think it's out. And he's like, well, it's out. And I'm like, can I come back and check? No. Oh. Okay. So, like, let me press on the brakes. And I look in both mirrors. I'm like, brake lights are fine. Let me turn on my headlights. 
to turn my headlights. Headlights are fine. Like, don't think my taillights out. Yeah. It might be dim. I don't know why. I don't know why it would be dim. Maybe the bulb was going out, but usually when a bulb blows, it just blows. But right. But the guy saw a guy in a '91 F150 and just like, oh, it's a beater car. I can pull him over for anything. Yeah, probably. Well, and my exhaust was a little bit loud at the time, but. At the same time, if that's why he pulled me over, then you should specify it's because my exhaust is a little bit loud, mm-hmm. not because of a tail light. Yeah. Also, doesn't police have better things to do than pull people over for a loud exhaust? The LA people yeah. I see with their Honda Civics with their really loud exhausts, and I'm like, oh wow, that's really loud. They don't get pulled over, young whippersnappers. No. no. But I, I guess my point in all this is like, I mean, in that instance, like. I basically just embarrassed the shit out of a young rookie Marine cop. And I got no problem with cops. I got no problem with ex-Marines. A lot of my mm-hmm. friends are actually ex-Marines or ex-Navy or ex-Army. They're, you know, chill dudes. And yeah. I'll call them fuckers when I want to. So, but I have, I have no issue with anybody like that. All right. But I do see largely how being a cop, and trying to make a name for yourself mm-hmm. that having a it almost seems like an ethical dilemma having a career goal as a cop to some degree kind of yeah because like you need to make big arrests and you need to make a name for yourself and that's what this guy was trying to do yeah and you're and you're working a small town and there's only 5,000 people. And how are you going to get that promotion without shooting some people? You got to get yeah, that big drug drugs bus. or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I mean, any job can really do it. I mean, yeah. like the same thing. It just seems like certain jobs have more authority than others. And how do you hold those people accountable? Because as I mentioned, I, I really think that a police force in general is a good idea. Yeah. It's, you know, it protects, their main goal, in my opinion, is to protect the people from the people. Yeah. You know, so. I mean, that's what the police are there for, to protect the people from the people and to protect, <laughs> you know, to kind of catch the bad guys to make sure no one gets hurt and to enforce the law. You know, it's to, yeah. they're, they're there to, the law's there to guide behavior and the police is there to enforce the law. That's what they're there for. Yeah. Um, yeah. It gets to a weird point where now the, Police are now going up and above and beyond the law for their own agenda, and maybe that's. Right. And we, we 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 just always hear stories like this. I even have another story because the first one that was a little weird because we know know all the details of it. Right, uh, right, in small town, you yeah, know, who's reporting on it? That sort yeah. of thing. And we there's no account for the actual like witnesses or people like that so maybe they shot him because they did see a weapon maybe there was a weapon maybe there wasn't who knows but someone was shot we don't know if it was justified or not the story isn't very clear but that's just that's just one all right so here's another story so picture your dog you have a dog get hit by a car you know throw it in the car you're speeding along to the vet and then, you know, you see some uh, police lights. You're like, oh, okay, cool. I'll tell them that my dog got hit by a car. Maybe they'll help me get to the vet faster. 
So you're waiting for the police over there, and the guy draws a gun on you. <laughs> what? What do you do? <laughs> you go, hey, I'm. I have to go to the vet. My dog got hit by a car. The police says, you know, shut the fuck up, get out of the car, turn around quickly, you know, do that whole, do that whole thing. Meanwhile, your wife's in the car and your son's in the car and they're like, hey, our dog got hit. We need to go to the vet. And they're like, well, I don't care. Shut the fuck up. Turn around, get on your hands and knees. All because you're speeding. I mean, how fast were you going, though? True. We don't know how fast they were going. Maybe they are going like 80 and a 25. But, I mean, when you think about it, though, too, I mean, this is their dog. This is like a family member of theirs to some degree. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, to them, this is every bit as important as a person. Right. But when it comes to people, like my daughter's bleeding out in the back seat, right? Yeah. Police are supposed to escort you until you can get that person, like, Right. The help that they need. In the instance of dogs, and I'm not saying that dogs are people and they deserve the same rights as people, though, like my dog, I treat my dog as family, right? And any decent cop would have some sense of empathy there and be like, Mm -hmm. man, this is their dog. We got to do something. We got to do it now. All right, I'll follow you there. Then we'll sort this out right afterwards. You know, it's like, that's what, to me, the idea of protect and serve is all about like it's mm-hmm. like ah oh, fuck like i pulled you over because you were speeding i get it we'll sort this out in a minute but let's get your dog out of danger mm-hmm. you know you know what i mean but then again i'm a dog person so i'm a little bit biased yeah. but or maybe most people aren't but that seems like a dramatic escalation <laughs> to go from speeding to yeah. hands on the hands on the dash i'm pulling my weapon my life because to me, the only time that a police officer should be pulling their weapon, right? Yeah. Should be when they feel their life is in danger. And that doesn't necessarily mean because somebody's yelling at you or somebody is non-compliant. Mm-hmm. So uh, doesn't exclude those situations, but it really only an A, like pulling your weapon, like why don't you have a stun gun first off? Mm-hmm. right because that would be my first choice of a weapon right it's a non-lethal force i can do maybe he was pointing a stun gun at him. i don't know you told me gun you told me weapon yeah he that could be considered that according to okay. every story i read it was a gun oh, okay good so it was a real gun mm-hmm. not not one of these fake electric guns but and i'm sure emotions were heated I, I'm sure of it because, like, my dog needs to go to a vet. Like, cop has his sirens on. I'm probably not pulling over. Yeah. He can follow me wherever. He can charge me with whatever. I'm going to make sure that my dog is, you know, in good hands. Maybe that's a wrong approach on my part, but I feel like I have better luck with the, uh, yeah. So, uh, the vet if I get it there sooner. Yeah, time sensitive thing, you know. Apparently, um, speeding is not a felony. Oh, weird! So you shouldn't pull a gun on somebody for speeding? No, probably not. It is a misdemeanor. You probably just have to if they if the if the person pulls over, 
if the police is chasing someone and they don't pull over, it's probably a, a felony at that point because you're trying to escape the police. But if the person pulls over, it's now a, it's probably just a misdemeanor because uh, you're you're obeying the police. I don't yeah. think uh, the the police should have pulled out his gun in this situation. I think they, uh, I think they might have uh, over overreacted. Uh, the dog did die, and I think the officer was. I think he eventually was cuffed. The person driving that was speeding, he was. I think eventually cuffed and put in a car, but I think he was then released because of his other um, police officers were like, dude, you need to chill down or chill. <laughs> trying to so, so what, do you happen to know what race this guy was? No. Because I, I, I know a lot of our listeners, they might be like, you know, oh, well, you know, most of the police brutality cases that we're thinking of, whether it be Breonna Taylor or George Floyd or Michael Brown or Walter Scott, like, you know, they're all African-American men right who didn't necessarily do anything wrong and you know but police brutality happens i mean it it happens to everybody i mean yeah i mean i i can understand certainly being pissed off that like you know you're let's say you're an african-american right and Mm -hmm. um you know you have a police officer out there who's i mean I guess what I'm saying is more times than, well, not more times than not, but there are some people out there who hold some prejudices against just people based off the color of their skin. That's been a thing since, you know, yeah, the lamb before time, you know, I mean, it's not, it's not cool. Nobody appreciates that. But for some of our listeners who are like, oh, well, he was probably black. I mean, there are instances where you had white men doing similar things like i mean take daniel shaver right yeah. 2016 he was fatally shot by a police officer in mesa arizona while crawling on the floor begging for his life i mean take like tony timpa same year 2016 died after being restrained by dallas police officers right i mean it this is not an instance where it only happens to african-americans it happens to everybody right and biggest reason for that and the big well let me take a step back. Anybody being discriminated against for any reason is a very bad thing. Agreed. Right. The rights taken away from one group will eventually yield the rights being taken away from another group. And none of that is okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm certainly not suggesting that the African-American community has not had it more difficult than us because they certainly have. Right. And they still do. Mm-hmm. I'm not naive enough to think that you know, this is this has nothing to do with race, but it yeah, happens it to all races, right? It could have very well been a race thing. I don't know exactly who they were. Yeah. So I did find the story. Yeah. Apparently, um, the driver obeyed. So the officer pulled them over. The driver uh, pulled over obeyed in that regard and then the cop immediately got out of their car and shouted driver step out of the vehicle so they didn't even go up to the car get any information they just immediately went to that 
So the driver obeyed, and then the cop continued yelling commands with the gun pointed out. And then the driver said, my dog's going to die. At that point, I think he was then talking about the vet. And then the officer yeah. kept saying, you know, I don't care. Get your hands and knees. And then three other officers arrived at the scene. They all pulled their guns out and shouted, hands up. And the officer handcuffed the driver. You know, he kept saying, my dog's going to die. The teen got involved that was in the car. Our dog's going to die. And then the officers kept saying, I don't care. And then the officer was led to a squad car. And then another officer on the scene convinced the cop to let the driver go. And they removed the handcuffs. And the officer said, that was unnecessary. And then the guy that told... You know, that started everything, said, good luck with your dog, and slammed the car door shut, and then what they went on their way. Prick. <laughs> yeah. What like, the story is just like... prick. Like... It's almost, like, just iconic. Like, it, it... To me, it seems like it's almost just an iconic case of, like, here's a guy just being a dick because he has the power to be a dick. Yeah. This is exactly what happened. Like the police is allowed, he was allowed to do this and he did it and he's going to not get fined or anything for it because he's going to be like, oh, it was all justified because he was speeding and I had every right to pull my gun out on him and make him do all this stuff, even though speeding is not a felony. It's just like a misdemeanor. He was, he was obeying everything and things like that. And it also, he was like, you know, I was teaching my son to back the blue and back the blue and things like that. Respect officers. But like, how could you respect an officer in this circumstance? I mean, you're absolutely right. Now, I don't know. I have, an, I have a third story. That story you just like, oh, man. So does it get better? Is this like the so the third one somebody over and the they're like, "Hey, the you were going five miles an hour under, so yeah. here's a lollipop for your safety." You did great job, sport. Doesn't the third story doesn't involve a pullover? It involves a police officer going sixty-five and a twenty-five, and running over a twenty-six-year-old. Was that 26-year-old drunk in the middle of the street? No, maybe, but they just ran him over. So what? give me a little bit of context here. Like, what, what was the cop doing driving 65 and a 25? I think they had their lights on, and they're going to something else, probably. Let me look at this one story up. And now is a moment to tell you about our sponsor use code crime after crime to get 20 percent <laughs> off your first offer of hello fresh yeah crime after crime if you ever happen to see this yes yes just yeah. understand we've only got 30 downloads at this point and those 30 downloads are about 50 percent are from us so like you know like maybe uh Thank us for those 15 viewers who are viewing your podcast and using code crime after crime 20 to get delicious HelloFresh meals. Oh, okay. I did find that story. So a Seattle cop killed a grad student while speeding with his siren on, uh, without his siren on, 
So no siren on. Just driving 65 through 25. Yeah. Uh, he was responding to a high priority call and going 74 miles an hour. He hit and killed someone walking in a crosswalk at 8 p.m. So, all right. <laughs> yeah. I know where the story goes after this. But is this the same story where the guy was caught? Yeah, the officer called the union rep and said she had limited value, caught laughing about the grad student he killed doing 74 and a 25. Uh, so he called his union rep and it was caught on their body cam footage when he was talking to the union rep and the union rep was like, oh, don't worry, we'll just pay off the, the family. Well, yeah, we'll just write a check 11,000. She was 26 anyway. Jesus Christ. Yeah, she had limited value. So he was just going. He was just speeding down the road, addressing a call, and just ran over someone and just started laughing about it, talking to the union rep. And he's the one who gets to decide what value yeah. a person has as yeah. far as like their life is concerned. Mm hmm. Yeah, she is dead, Excellent. said over the phone laughing just one day after the crash. No, it's a regular person. Assume uh, they're asking oh, whether they're okay. And they're like, nope, yeah, she's dead. <laughs> and uh, I like it. Like, it's just like for an officer to just be in that situation to just laugh about how they just murdered someone with their car. It's just They're crazy. just so comfortable with the idea that they can just get away with it. That, Oops, I yeah. did it. And then also it's saying like, like, yeah, they're doing though. They're just a regular person. They don't have to worry about it. She had limited value. Uh, he also mentioned that he didn't believe a criminal investigation was being conducted. And I think after the footage was released, though, I think they're going to investigate this more, though, because I just heard about this. Yeah, because this happened in January, and I just heard about it last week. So, yeah, I mean, so Seattle—they're certainly big enough to have their own internal affairs department, right? Yeah, he's probably just gonna just union rep's job though is to just make sure that police officers are allowed to just keep doing their job. I bet. I guess well, in he. One episode we were talking about how we were better to be unionized in general but maybe yeah i don't know it almost seems contradicting to say that everybody can be unionized except for police officers yeah i guess you, he, you know what i mean yeah oh okay apparently he was uh, going to a scene where a guy was using too much cocaine and was freaking out so they were just trying oh to... good yeah well that guy was probably worth a limited yeah value to society as well so this police officer's time he's apparently more important than everybody else from what i understand according to the video footage of him you know laughing about it yep yeah i watched this video of the guy just laughing about it talking to their 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 person and it was it's like just so casual they're just like having the kind of real conversation of like oh yeah i just just hit someone, you know, they're super Dude. dead. Yeah, no coming off yeah. of that. Nope, just a regular person, you know, limited value. Just write them a check, they'll be fine. 
That is somebody's life. That's somebody who has a mother and a father. Yeah. Who maybe they were good, maybe they were bad. It doesn't really matter. No, it doesn't. This is a person. Yeah. But this is not an ant or a spider or a groundhog or a deer. I like how they specifically said, oh, just write a check, $11,000. She was 26 anyway. Like, 26. Like, they're barely an adult. They're just going to grad school, maybe to be a lawyer against That's cops. Disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe this person was, you know, like grad school, like, oh, maybe she was a doctor. Maybe eventually she would grow up to save somebody. Maybe she's a lawyer and maybe she would fight injustices. Granted, maybe she was a meth head too and just did whatever she could to stay in grad school. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really matter though. That's a human life. Yeah. Like, I don't know. In self-defense classes, uh, particularly when you're talking about like CCWs, concealed carry licenses, and all that stuff, like you're taught very specifically, even in hunting classes, you're taught whatever you're pointing the gun at, that's something that you intend to kill or yeah. at least intend to shoot. You know, whether the consequence be maim or kill or what, whatever. But like the big thing that you learn in those classes is that like you understand what I'm saying? Like yeah. the big thing that you learn is that whatever you point at, be damn sure that you want to kill it. But the same goes for a moving vehicle. Just because somebody's in your crosswalk and you're in a hurry. Yeah. Somebody in a crosswalk where you're doing triple the speed limit that you should be. Now the guy deserves to hang. Right. That's and callous the, and immoral. And also, the pedestrian has the right of way. Right. Yeah. Well, they in certain municipalities they do make a distinction there. Oh yeah, they do. Like uh, between like if you get in the way of an emergency vehicle, then blah 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 blah. And it's like, well, that doesn't exactly seem right either. No. What it's intended for is like somebody who sees an emergency vehicle and just goes anyway right yeah not somebody who expects traffic to be 25 and a police officer is doing triple that you know what i'm saying it's just disgusting nah but how do we fuck this pig though like (laughs) i mean (laughs) like i mean so from all angles regardless of what area of government work that you're in like whether it be you're a senator your president your whatever police officer maybe a paramedic who's like constantly administering narcan when you don't need to be and just causing people intense amounts of pain how do you fuck that thing um well you uh call their union rep and you go hey this guy's bad and the union group goes ah no they're good and then you go oh okay well thank you for that union rep i'm glad that you're um looking out for the cops to make sure that they're doing great work. And since you said that they're fine, they're good to go. So I everything's mean, fine. Most, Well, I shouldn't say most. A lot of paramedics, right? Mm-hmm. They work for third-party companies that are subcontracted for with the government, right? So, like, you know, government's like, ah, well, this rural area, we can't really enforce it uh, as well as we'd like to. We can't really spend the money that we want to spend on this and somebody's like i'll do it yeah i'll do it for cheap well 
So luckily, like... uh, you can sue cops. Basically, I mean, you can like sue, basically get a, a a trial going to investigate the police officer and then see what happens. Right. And luckily, you can do that, and that always goes well for everyone. <laughs> and it the... sounds like it always goes well for everybody. Uh, well. I can only think of like two stories where the cop actually like was sent into prison for uh, murdering someone um, out of, well, this were just three, three uh, cases and this was just last week. And these were only the three that I heard of. I'm sure hundreds of these happen throughout the States every day, every week. And uh, who yeah. knows are how many are actually oh. like convicted. And, I mean, to you know, some punished, degree you're not wrong, but. Because some states, they do have better coverage than other states. Yeah. As an example, Florida, which I hate Florida. Don't get me wrong. I really like Florida always has like the craziest people there. But <laughs> yeah, but nonetheless, like that's because of the reporting laws. Mm -hmm. Everything under public record can be reported and is pretty much reported under, you know, under law. Yeah. And that's that's one way to hold these guys accountable. I'm not even saying like all first responders are bad. Most of them, I think, are fine. Like I've met cops who are like, "Yeah, you were speeding. We're trying to drop the speed limit here. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I have to give you a ticket." Oh yeah, for but, sure. Like, you know, somebody died here last week or last yeah. month or whatever, and it's like, "Oh shit!" And he's like, "Yeah, there's no getting out of this. Like, you can if you want to, you can fight it in court, but like, I got you dead to rights." Yeah. I guess like, um, well, that's... one of my one of the things that kind of just bothers me about all the cop about cop issues all the time is where we're supposed to trust cops and we're taught to even pay some yeah. of the cop's salary yeah we're supposed to trust them and assume that they're doing a good job but we keep hearing story after story about story about how some of them are not to be trusted and right that's the thing where it's almost like we can't trust cops now because who knows what cop is going to be coming to our window when we're going you know five over the speed limit yeah. are they going to pull a yeah. gun out on me and tell me to get on the ground because i'm, I'm speeding who knows apparently it happens <laughs> and uh whether that's justified or not is up to the courts to decide if these cases do go to court and to see if they actually, um, but like, that's just like the scapegoat. I mean, that we're, they're just gonna be like, Oh, okay. We're going to do an internal investigation to see what happened. And then we're never going to see that internal investigation. We're just going to see the report from a third party and whether or not the third party is unbiased or not depends on the circumstance. So we're we're not gonna get the truth. We're probably just gonna get some arbitrary thing to make it sound like oh everything was fine or no not everything. You get was lipstick fine. on a pig. <laughs> yeah, basically, yep. and that pig is a cop with lipstick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Trust me, the the pun was there and it was intentional. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was good. I liked it. Yeah, yeah, but. Nonetheless, though, like, 
So how do we fix cop situations so where we can actually trust cops again? I don't know. I guess we just fire everyone and get new cops and see and start from the ground up. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I mean, what can I mean, you that's do? That's how corporations do it. Yeah, right? I mean, that's They're like, oh, fuck this department. We can't trust them anymore. So like, let's yeah. just get rid of them. I guess we but need you can't do cops all around America. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you need. You need an independent third party to police the police. I mean, yeah. it sounds stupid, but we. But you need somebody. And we need a third you need party to that third party, to that third party, just so they're super out of the loop, and they're basically just like college students on a jury. Yeah, I mean that's pretty much what you end up with. Like the yeah. idea with my thing is that you end up with veteran police who are like, okay, well I've been in this situation before, and I de-escalated it mm-hmm. in an entirely different manner than drawing my weapon. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, or police who are like, man, like I've drawn my weapon for like you know lesser shit than this. Like somebody's got a knife in my throat. Yeah, I draw the weapon. Here, you know what I'm saying? Here's what we do. Like. We just get rid of cops' guns, and they just do fisticuffs. And we'll just do a study to see how many cops die. And if more cops die than the people that they're trying to protect, then yeah, they can get their guns back. <laughs> but if not, then... Did you ever see the other guys? Uh-uh. Okay. Well, in that, there's this cop who's really just like an accountant. He's an investigative accountant yeah. right he's played by will ferrell so uh he keeps losing his gun so they give him a wooden gun as a prop <laughs> more or less perfect that's what they get yeah. they get fake guns yeah. that they uh, can intimidate so they we don't know that they get their guns taken away though so yeah we everyone just thinks that so you're police... saying shadow government yeah with like okay good yeah so it's like it, it's this weird situation where the cops lose their guns. We don't know that they lose their guns, and they get these fake guns that like just make really loud, authentic gun noises, and that's how they protect people now because they get Why to not still just put blanks in their guns. Oh well, that makes way more sense. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, what sounds more like a gun than an actual gun? It's right. not the gun that kills you; it's the bullet. Yeah. Well, we can't give them rubber bullets either because those are just uh, those could also be lethal too. So yeah, blanks would be the best. Or we give them like really good paintball guns that so and they're all red paintballs. So when you shoot someone, they think that they got shot and it's just like mind over matter and then they just freak out and die on their own. Excellent. (laughs) Uh, A police force with Tipman 98 customs. Yeah. Good. Good. Okay. Excellent. So we'll do this. Can't have it any. <laughs> yeah. Because really, you just need the facade that you get shot rather than actually being shot. Yeah. Yeah. It just has to hurt enough and to have that that good old red goo. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't I don't like your idea at all. <laughs> what? My gut, my idea is great. <laughs> your idea sucks dick. <laughs> All right. No offense. All right. What's you got your plenty idea, of great then? ideas. Smarty pants. <laughs> well, not smarty pants. Your idea just like you call it how it is. Like a duck is a duck. Like your idea sucks. Like so, I don't think it's 
every police officer. No, right? It's not. It's certainly not every police officer. I would even venture to guess that most, just like most people, right? You're not entirely left or you're not entirely right. Right. You're not exactly. Most people, like, they're like, man, I don't want to kill you. Like, I don't want to maim you. I, I just kind of want to do, like, my job. And I, I, I guess that the idea of taking away, like, yeah, you need to give a police officer some power, but they need to be held accountable for their actions. Oh, yeah. I guess, so, uh, I guess removing their gun just means that they'll find some other way to kill people because they're still not well, held having accountable. An, having an internal affairs department where the only way you really get to be part of internal affairs is to get promoted to being part of internal affairs. Ooh. Right? What if we had a, a different situation where if you just have like a rich dad, you can just become internal affairs? Or what if the system of three where you have a judicial branch an executive branch and a legislative branch right mm-hmm. what if that just worked from a checks and balances perspective what if you have a panel of i mean maybe not lawyers but yeah paralegals as an example yeah right overlooking some of these cases and being like mm, i don't agree with this you know, cop pulls his gun on an ice cream stand yeah. because they won't give him extra chocolate chips. You know, like, well, that's just that's as hot as a red. <laughs> yeah, that's justified in the police's eyes because they're not getting what they yeah. want. What if every time a police officer kills someone, they have to go to the Supreme Court? I mean, that makes sense to me. Yeah, I mean, it's a federal or face, crime. Or any time that they fire their gun. Anytime they fire their gun, that's not, you know, a training round or, you know, in a controlled environment meant for, you know, basically training. Yeah. Well, what's going to happen is we're just going to tie up the uh, Supreme Court or every court thing with all these things because people are just always shooting people. It doesn't necessarily have to, it doesn't have to be the Supreme Court. Right. It just has to be something. It be local court. Anytime that you come back and there's one round missing out of your gun, mm-hmm. there's an investigation. Yeah, I think they do have to report every time that they're... I, I think they have to report every time that they fire their gun. They have to do paperwork for it. But whether or not... Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, but whether or not that paperwork is done or it's reviewed or things like that, uh, there has to be someone no, that's there's... actually like keeping track of the paperwork too. Right. And in most of these cases that we're talking about, no gunshots were fired. In the first case, yes. Yeah. In the third or second case, no. In the third case is the worst. Yeah. So At least the, no shots the were bullet fired record. In the yeah. And what's to stop a cop from replacing a round with something that they bought? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not without its flaws unless each you know, bullet has its own serial number, but then you're requiring gun manufacturers or at least, sorry, ammo manufacturers or at least the people who are making the casings to follow along or somebody to stamp it in afterwards, which Mm -hmm. seems like a bad idea. Right. I mean, I guess uh, the the best way 
to fix the situation was just set up more checks and balances and more accountability and maybe to actually be able to sue officers and maybe they can be like doctors where they have their own like um insurance policies yeah basically yeah i think a male practice thing for officers would probably fix the issue because if they get personally sued yeah so many times then then they're just out of money and they can't no longer afford to be a cop anymore i i actually like this malpractice idea because when i was growing up a police officer right like that was one of the last things that my uh my family wanted me to be okay and the big reasons were it didn't make a whole lot of money because at the time it was like a salary of like 30 or forty thousand dollars a year which in the past like 20 years that amount is like you can make a really good living make being a cop now yeah what is the average salary for police officer no no i can ask chat gpt right now yeah what is the average salary for a police officer <laughs> i like that when i just google and they're like 70k anywhere Chat between GPT 36 and 99 yeah, in Wisconsin. That sounds about right. Yeah, 50 to 80 is the average according to ChatGPT. I like this one. 36 to 99. Wow, that's a huge... That's not an average. Difference. Yeah, that's yeah. just a huge difference. You basically just took the median wage and then like ramped yeah. it out. <sighs> but like if you just add 36,000 to 99,000, you don't even get 70,000. That's not how averages work, <laughs> but no, because like, if there's one dude making ninety nine thousand and there's like forty people making thirty six, yeah, you're I the average is now like thirty six. <laughs> but what? Yeah. I don't know. I didn't go to school for math. I went to school for logic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is it working out for you, logically speaking? I don't know. Probably. Yeah, I don't know. You just don't. I feel like most. I think so. I think it's working out. I use logic. I feel like day. most. Well, that's fair. But does I feel like most people is... go to school? Sorry, go ahead. I was just gonna say I feel like most people go to school so that way they can end up in a job where computer programming does most of the thinking for them. Yeah, or rather where computer programming does most of the thinking for them. They just need to learn how to use the software. Yeah. Luckily, uh, in most in- luckily robots can't do philosophy that well yet. Yeah, that is lucky. Yeah. That'd be awkward if they could. I know. Yeah. I would love to hear the philosoph- uh, philosophical debates that two robots have for the existence oh, of man. robots. Yeah. I would just love chat B- GPT versus chat GPT talking about anything. Yeah. Where it's like one side is like, I'm for this. And the other side is like, no, there's many things to consider. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I would learn a lot from that. Sentience beyond our own we have created. Because most people are not that bright. No. So statistically speaking if you found this podcast there's a 50 percent chance that like we're not for you so true and you can find it on a apple podcast or spotify or amazon music and audible and iheart radio and sometimes on youtube 
I didn't know we were on Audible. Yep. Uh, you can oh, also find our weird. our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Ethica America. Give us money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah. Police, though, they're doing great. Um, I got... I got nothing else about them because I feel like we're just going to be mentioning police forever because we've already mentioned police a lot in our past episodes. Yeah, let's see what other cases ChatGPT has for us. Um, what oh, are some I, insane? Amanda just police. sent me one about um um. High school band director was tased by cops at a football game after he refuses orders to stop the band from playing. Oh. I I wonder maybe the police just don't like um, bands. Yeah. That's probably it. That's probably definitely it. What about Kelly Thomas, he's a homeless man with mental issues, died after being beaten and shocked with a taser by Fullerton County Police. Whoa, taser's supposed to be non, uh, non-lethal? non Yeah, I mean, they were charged with his in connection with his death, though, the, mm. the two officers that were involved. Or Danziger Bridge. What? What is this? In the aftermath of Hurricane Katrina, New Orleans police officers shot multiple unarmed civilians on the Danziger Bridge, killing two and injuring others. Jeez. There were several that were convicted, though. I mean, that was in 2005. Oh, my gosh. Jesus Christ. This one might be the worst. Laquan McDonald, black teenager, right? Shot 16 times by a Chicago police officer. By a Chicago police officer. He had to reload and then shoot him more. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, video footage contradicted the initial police account of the incident, leading to protests and Van Dyke's eventual conviction for second-degree murder. Like He literally had to, like, he's like, oh, I'm out of bullets. Yeah. And had to reload and then decided that wasn't enough bullets. Like, this isn't, like... This isn't a movie. Mm-hmm. Like this just it just continues to happen over and over again. But it'll only continue to happen if we allow it to continue to happen. Yeah. If we allow police to keep doing their jobs without being accountable to anybody aside from themselves, without any sort of judicial review. Yeah. The executive branch of government was not set up to be a standalone thing where they can just police themselves, so to speak. Yeah. And unfortunately, it's meant to have levels of accountability, right? And it's true, it is supposed to. But unfortunately, we have people that are like, level, We're gonna back the blue no matter what they do. Oh, whoa! And on a local level, it's hard to have that sort of checks and balances system. Yeah, things set up for the state to require them to have that checks and balance system. Now, the FBI and U.S. Marshals they have that sort of checks and balances mm-hmm. system involved. But in the meantime, it's just a little bit disgusting that we fall uh, short. Yeah, and I guess in the meantime, you just gotta 
don't know. I would be wary of any police officer. I've had interactions where they weren't super nice or friendly, but I've I've talked about yeah. this before in previous episodes. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's what a, if a police officer pulls a gun on me, and now I'm fearful for my life, so I draw my gun. Yeah, and then you just and I shoot them. Yeah, and then I'm like, I was afraid for my life. That was justified. You're a self defense. But good luck with that. Right. <laughs> right. That's kind of my point. Yeah. You can't you can't plead self-defense with a cop, unfortunately. I, I had a body cam. Yeah. They were threatening my life unnecessarily. I was being compliant and they told me they were gonna kill me. I wonder if that would work. I don't think like there there would be I don't think it would work just because it'd be like a slippery slope for pre for in the future stuff. I mean, the way that I see it, accountability is accountability. Right. Like, as long as you were well within your rights to defend yourself, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I agree. I mean, I feel like if if I'm innocent and a, a police officer is trying to shoot me because they think I'm guilty of something, I I have the right to defend myself for self-defense i would agree yeah but like whether... as long as you know that you're well within your rights yeah because at, I mean, at that definitely point definitely make sure to have camera footage yeah at that point they're just trying to that murder me for bad right which isn't and then get away with it yeah they can't just be like oh sorry dude here's a revive for you like right murder's murder and the idea there is what do they actually have to gain yeah i mean that they is one everything thing depending on who the person is Mm -hmm. positions of power tend to attract all sorts of characters yep you know what i'm saying exactly they they literally attract i mean like think about like what are the most common professions for a sociopath Mm, stock market trading actually i have no idea what uh I've never seen that movie. Maybe Salesman. Uh, I feel like yeah. you, if you're a sociopath, well, you'd probably be a really good salesman just because you have no... According to ChatGPT, law enforcement comes up number one. Oh, that's yeah, not surprising either. Then legal professions, then business and corporate leadership, then sales and marketing, then politics, then healthcare, and then media and entertainment. Yeah. But these are all positions where they're basically... You have influence. Yeah. That's a good way to put it, yeah. Yeah. You have influence, and in some of them it's more silence than others, but they're positions of authority. Yeah, and some of them you just get a gun. And right. in most cases, well, yeah. you're allowed to just do whatever you want because there's no checks and balances. Yeah. And... yeah. Like we've mentioned. But in this instance, yeah. But in this instance, right, like, if you're in a position of authority, then you can pretty much do whatever you want. Yep. How many shows have we seen where they have a corrupt police officer? And that's not most police departments, no. by the way. That's just Or even all the situations where there was a corrupt officer and they did do something bad and they went to trial and then they were found innocent. I mean, only a quarter of them have been found guilty. I mean, the first one that comes to the mind would be... Would be um, George Floyd. 
Well, and that's an instance where, like, once again, it's not the bullets that come out of the gun that kill. Yeah, and that was a situation where how much evidence did they have to have and how long did it take and things like that. Like, it just takes so long to get any kind of justice for anyone. Yeah. yeah. And, it, and it took that video coming out to the public rather than just having internal affairs investigate it. Right. And it took an entire court case. Yeah. That went on for a very long time. And for that to happen to every time a cop does something that's not justified is we're going to tie up the courts just with police <laughs> rather than all the yep. criminals. Agreed. <laughs> yeah. And like I said, it's not, it's not every cop. No. Like I know a lot, as an example, I know a lot of paramedics because I did nursing for so long that like, I know a lot of paramedics. And I would say probably 33 to 40% of the time they're strapped because like they're not going to downtown to like figure out what the fuck's going on and not be able to defend themselves. Mm -hmm. I mean, some of them, yeah, most of them, yeah, but there's a, there's a percentage of them, a sizable percentage of them that's there and they're like, "Mm, I'm not getting shot over this. Yeah. Like, and they will like, and those are the guys that you never hear about, right? Mm-hmm. You don't hear about them abusing their power, saying, I mean, and a lot of that has to do with doctor-patient rights and confidentiality agreements and all that sort of thing. But but you, you don't, I mean, I hear, uh, I used to hear a lot about the horror stories that were involved. I don't so much anymore. But nonetheless, like, you get my point. Mm-hmm. Like, there are other professions where their lives are in danger and they're thought they're taught well a people in ambulance services they're not supposed to carry a gun so you know if they fire a gun there's going to be questions and there is accountability involved there and they kind of do it right within the medical field there that said they've done it so right where the they these ambulance services like you're lucky to make twenty, twenty five dollars an hour. You make more as a bartender. Yeah, yeah. So like, that, that's a problem. And on top of that, like, there's such a high amount of accountability there that like most people who have done it for so long, they're like, mm, I gotta get out of this field. They'll go on to be like airline paramedics or yeah, whatever. I mean. Even some lawyers get out of their profession just because it's like, you know what, I'm out. I'm going to go and sell insurance. I mean, that makes sense, though. Yeah. I mean, the amount of, like, the amount of energy that has to take out of you to constantly go in and argue with somebody, regardless of whether or not you believe it, Yeah. day after day. Or even, like, just seeing the injustices, and you're like, oh, wow. Like, that dude obviously did something wrong, but now they're just free. Like it, right. it has to just like take a toll on you after a while. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And I mean, the same goes with police too. That's why you just become a business not, lawyer. Not arguing. Yeah. I don't know. Just write warranty policies. I mean, maybe we don't need police. Maybe we just need a warranty policy 
adjusters. <laughs> we do, actually. Let's just get rid of police and we just have warranty policy adjusters. That's a great yeah. idea. Is that even a job? Probably. There's a job for everything. It will be now. Yeah. We'll yeah. have G- G- GPT yeah. run everything. We'll just have robots like do every investigation. I mean, to some degree, we'd be better off for that because it takes out personal biases. Yeah, it would. And just focuses on statistics. And JetGPT is really good at typing really fast. So, yeah. I mean, AI right now is getting a bunch of shit for like, I mean, because like right now it's just rampant and taking people's jobs in India. It's like ravaging certain customer service jobs. Yeah. Which to some degree, that's okay. But just like any other system it is flawed Mm -hmm. and it needs oversight particularly in these early days oh yeah i mean i don't trust computers i trust i trust computers more than police officers but i don't trust the internet more than police officers well i've been on reddit (laughs) i definitely don't trust the internet versus police officers yeah most are fine but yeah, you get the idea at this point, America. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh man, you want to wrap this episode up? Yeah, I think so. I think I got nothing left to say. I think we got our point across. I think be so. skeptical of all police. Well, or just take everything with a grain of salt. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think most are fine. Yeah, I don't necessarily back the blue because I don't back any organization specifically, but it's like, eh, man, like, you know, maybe just like have some cognizance and like double check. Like, I hate to sound like some sort of freaking like, just don't ever break the right wing nut job. Well, yeah, but good luck with that. With 15,000 pages to look through, you'll never finish that book. Yeah, don't ever break the law. And yeah. also, hopefully, no one ever messes up and it mistakes you for something that you're not. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that'll work, but... <laughs> Just uh, never leave we'll your house. But then again, if a police officer mistakes your house for the wrong one, then they might come knocking at your door and shooting at you. So maybe just like get a bunker and just live oh, there. Much like Sisyphus, we are doomed to push a boulder uphill forever. Yeah. <sighs> Go check out the song YOLO by the Lonely Island and just do that. And also <laughs> make sure to use our coupon code of the week. Get 20% off a HelloFresh from using Crime After Crime 20. Also, check out our other episodes wherever you found this episode and make sure to go to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Ethica America. We release a new video every week, every Thursday.